0: 608 on the morning news. Joe Biden says that if he becomes president, he will scrap the permits for the Keystone XL pipeline. Is this even a possibility? And if so, how would it impact not just here in Canada, but also in the U.S.? We're joined by Marvin Ryder, business professor, DeGroote School of Business, McMaster University, with his insight. Good morning, Marvin. Good morning. Let's talk about this to start. Would this even be a possibility since we've already got things underway toward this project?
1: Well, of course, uh, government can do whatever it wants to do, so if if it wants to change the rules, it can do that. But I would expect a gigantic lawsuit for damages because this pipeline, as you just noted, is under construction. Uh, Just to take us back in time, President Obama, this is obviously five years ago, was debating Keystone XL. and Initially, it looked like he was going to turn it down because many states didn't want it. But once uh, TransCanada Energy... Uh, met with those states worked out their differences they actually all those states got on board i had assumed five years ago obama would approve it but very much towards the end of his presidency and with joe biden at his side he said no he wasn't going to approve it then no surprise donald trump gets elected and within his first month of taking office in uh, in early twenty seventeen uh, Donald Trump reverses that decision and says I'm all for it, let's get going. So it's been now uh, almost 4 years and construction has started. Now most of the construction has been on the Canadian side. Uh Donald Trump has given various permits for the American side and to date environmentalists have been able to get court injunctions. The most recent one involved the pipeline crossing some waterways, rivers and uh the court said, "Well, you haven't done enough due diligence. We've heard this before." But nonetheless, it is underway. and to suddenly pull the rug out from underneath, I would think the American government would be on the tune, on the hook for billions of dollars in, in damages to TC energy.
2: And Marvin, would that be lawsuits coming from both sides of the border, both Canada and the US then?
1: Yeah, I would think so. Uh, Remember, this is an election year, and what Trump would be pointing out during the uh, presidential election is that this pipeline is going to generate uh, thousands of jobs, both for construction, but then uh, in the operation of this pipeline. As well, this pipeline would bring Canadian oil into the United States, which is part of a goal that both nations have to make North America Mm self-sufficient. If you don't get this oil into the system in the United States, then refineries in places like new orleans would be using venezuelan oil or other imported oil and that doesn't seem to be the policy that people want so yeah i think you'd get lawsuits everywhere
0: well, i think a lot of the time we talk about the impact on our side of the border but that's something that has to be uh, you know considered is what they would be losing out on a deal like this just how important is canadian oil uh, you know if you can talk in general terms to the usa at this point um being made that much more uh, you know useful if, if this uh, project did go ahead
1: Well, obviously, plan A for the United States is to be totally self-sufficient and not rely on any imported oil at all if they could do that. And, of course, that requires them to uh, continue and even expand the fracking activities you see in the Midwest. Um, uh, Assuming just for the sake of argument that maybe they can't quite get all the oil they want from domestic sources, then a, a reliable ally like Canada as their source of oil is clearly preferable to Middle Eastern oil or oil from Nigeria or oil from Venezuela, where regimes are not as stable, where where guarantee of supply is quite different. Now, I will point out that <laughs> even though uh, uh, potential President Biden has uh, used this to try to get some headlines, President Trump has not always been the best ally of Canada and sometimes mm-hmm. seems to forget a long standing relationship between our two nations. But generally speaking, presidents appreciate Canada as a source of supply because we are so reliable.
2: Marvin, from your perspective, do you think this is just, you know, blustering from Biden ahead of the election? Is just a way to appease that faction of the voting public?
1: Well, I don't know if I use the word appease, but uh, Joe Biden has a very interesting problem. Normally, at this point, there would be a whole series of primaries going on in the United States that would see you do rallies and meetings and this would get you a chance to get some momentum behind your campaign as you head towards a november election none of that is happening and a bit like andrew sheer who gets to watch every day prime minister trudeau come out and do a press conference but he himself can't can't seem to get much energy behind him biden is having a hard time getting energy behind his campaign so i think what he's choosing to do is when he does make some kind of announcement he's going for something a little extra sensational I will also note, though, that I'm not sure this is something that will win him the election. While environmentalists would cheer what's going on here, the average American really doesn't understand anything about Keystone XL. It's, it's in the middle of the country. There's not a lot of population there. I just don't think this is a winning, winning uh, topic for him as he goes forward in his campaign.
0: So this is just, a you know, something to get noted, um, make again, it relevant yeah, right? to, to, to the environmentalists, because, yeah, Johnny Sixpack doesn't care all that much. But the other part of it is uh, when we talk about the speculation of any uh, Biden decisions is we have no idea, particularly with the current situation in the U.S., uh, what's going to happen between now and November or even if that could be pushed back, uh, pushed back or changed.
1: Yeah, I mean, all of that is quite true. Uh, We're not sure if the primaries are done, Then normally that leads to conventions. These conventions have all been put on hold. Then you really get serious uh, presidential campaigning starting around Labor Day for a two-month period leading to a November election. Now, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and Christian Freeland were tried. uh, There was an attempt to draw them into this controversy, and they didn't take the bait. And I think that's quite wise here. Uh, No, this is not CAD's position. Building the Keystone XL is part of our energy strategy, and we do see it as being environmentally positive because uh, uh, many people think if you don't build the pipeline, the oil would stay in the ground, but in fact that oil will be removed and sent by train cars, hundreds of thousands of train cars, and we all know that those have a habit of uh, becoming derailed, Mm -hmm. sometimes bursting into flames. Uh, Pipelines are actually a more efficient and safer Less damage-prone way of transporting oil. So Canada's behind this. And when they asked, you know, would you would you sort of go to war over this? Uh, Trudeau said, "Well, look, we've got lots of time to chat with him. You know, we'll see if he gets elected. We'll deal with him at that point. And if he does get elected in the fall, I'm sure there would be a, a big diplomacy mission to try to soften Joe Biden's uh, stance. The most likely stance, in my mind, would be approving the pipeline with some extra environmental concerns. This is what we've seen with almost every pipeline being constructed." I think that position is it has some movement in it.
2: So are there any relevant sort of next steps that you'll be watching for to see what happens? Or do we just wait till we get a little closer to the run up to the presidential election?
1: Well, I I think this is sort of a two day story or a four day story. I, I think Biden, I don't think this is going to win him a lot of votes. So he'll come out with some other policy statements and this will disappear into the background. If I was TC Energy, my answer to that would be full speed ahead.
0: Yeah, the do it quick, you, right? Get yeah. it done.
1: The more you construct, the the less likely they are to dismantle it. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, during this COVID-19 problem, TC Energy actually noted that they are, their production was ahead of schedule. They were actually going to open this pipeline in uh, sort of the middle of 2023, and it's now at least two or three months ahead of schedule because they've been able to get work done that they might not have because traffic is lower or what have you. So I would just tell them keep going full speed ahead, Uh, yes, be concerned, yes, continue to inform and and certainly send information to Joe Biden's campaign, but I wouldn't make too much of this. It's it's still six months before that election will happen.
0: Still a ways out. Uh, Thank you for your time this morning. We appreciate it, Marvin.
1: Glad to be with you.
0: That is Marvin Ryder, business professor, DeGroote School of Business, McMaster University.
2: Coming up on 617, it's time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman. Main streets highlight 20-foot sidewalks and integrated bike paths.
0: Taking a look at a rollover on the exit ramp from Mackenzie Lake Boulevard to westbound Stony Trail through the southeast. The exit ramp is currently shut down and it's quite the detour. So, if you're leaving Cranston, you have to head south down to Cranston Avenue, access Deerfoot, and then access westbound Stony Trail from that way. And if you're leaving Mackenzie Lake, you'll have to head north on Mackenzie Lake Boulevard to Deerfoot and then take that southbound down to Stony Trail. So, quite the detour. It'll definitely add some time to your drive this morning. But overall, seeing light volume on the major routes of Deerfoot, McLeod, Glenmore, even Crowtel Trail trails off to a good start, but we are also dealing with somewhat road conditions. Picking up a prescription at Shoppers? You can manage your prescriptions online from the comfort of your home. Get started at shoppersdrugmart.ca slash prescriptions. For the 770 CHQR traffic helicopter, I'm Brady Howard.